Welcome to another Not For Nothing Sports with your hosts, Chris and Chris. Hello. Hi, Chris. Hello, Chris. Boy, we really broke the levels on that intro. Hi. Hot mic. Happy day after Canadian Independence Day. Oh, wait, was that yesterday? I believe so. Well, how about that? I know. You're a grand old maple leaf flag. You're a (laughs) high-flying maple leaf flag. And forever and peace, may you, eh? <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> you know, do you know, how much of O Canada do you know? O Canada, my home and something land? Sacred land. Sacred land, right, yeah. Uh, after that, I think I, I don't, I don't think I know it all. Uh, uh, that's about it. Yeah, I, I think, uh. I thought it was pretty good, actually. From Mountainside to... I used to know it because I live so close to Canada. Hmm. Our home home and native land, it is. Mm -hmm. True patriot, love us all, command. With glowing hearts, we see thee rise. The true north, strong and free. From far and wide, O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, the last part I remember. Yeah, Yeah. that's a fucking... That's a... (laughs) That's a baller fucking that that's like that's yeah some, that's some cool opera styles right there. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's a good and it's kind of short, concise. It's yeah, like it gets um, to the point. I wish it didn't have so much God in it. You know, I feel right, like we could leave God right. out of national anthems these days, but that uh church and state were supposed to be separated there, Chris. Yeah, me too. I uh, guess they uh, didn't didn't get uh, to the but leave God out of it. Fucking guy. All right. Uh <laughs> so Anyway, and we have our uh, independence. We get to celebrate our independence from, I guess, uh, who are we celebrating independence from? Britain? Great Britain? Uh, is yeah. That, is that what we Maybe do we on 4th of back. July? Maybe we should just go back to On 4th of July, do we rub it in Great Britain's face? Is that the point? Like, hey, yeah. hey yeah. look at us now. Yeah. We, we got, got COVID. We, we got fucking, we're lynching people over here. What are you doing? Nothing. Yeah. You're just leaving the European Union? I mean, yeah. come on. We did that 200 years exactly. ago. Exactly. You're going to celebrate Brexit Day? I'm going to have some yeah. breakfast yeah. on oh, Brexit. Oh, look who wants out now, huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Independence Day seems more and more douchey now that I think about it. Um, so I'll light some fireworks. It's all because all the bros took it over and made all these little parties and kegerators and, you know, shooting fireworks off in their backyards because they just want to, you know, get drunk and like wear sleeveless t-shirts. Fourth of July just for years and years was just a holiday. Like American flag had to work. Swim shorts. It just was a holiday I had to work. We always did a Fourth of July show. I always had to work. So it's like. Yeah. You know what? That was actually better, I think. I agree. Like I miss I miss it because it was like a fucking brutal day. It was like we had to do like a whole concert in Battery Park and then we'd have to go to the seaport and deal with fireworks assholes. And, uh, oh right! I never had to deal with the fireworks aspect. Oh yeah, it was a two-parter. So home. It was a one-two punch. Yeah. 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 Was, so. Uh, but those were always really good concerts, though. Yeah, they were great. In fact, really fun. In fact, here's a fun. Here's a fun note. Sidebar. Uh, I'm working on a project right now to uh, release those shows, those Fourth of July shows. Um, I've got a couple of. Uh, I've got a couple of nibbles that I'm working with. The this is a it's exclusive to us, but I'm working with the uh, new pornographers. On a on nice. on doing a live stream of that actual Fourth of July show, and hopefully we'll be able to announce it here in a couple really of days. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm doing it super bootleg. Like I'm not telling anybody that no, no river to river people, no sponsors, <laughs> no one. I'm doing yeah. it just okay. like, what are you going to do? Sue me? I got shit. Yeah. Yeah. I got shit. Good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that lawsuit. So yeah, look for that, folks. If you like the new pornographers, we also got a couple other shows in the cans. James James Brown is another one. They've given us permission to use it, so it's kind of cool. All right, all right. I got look nothing else you. going on, bud. Yeah. Hey, so anyway, producer man over there. <laughs> I'm trying to do. I'm trying to keep the creative juices flowing. You know, <laughs> I also got no money. So guess what I had to do the other day, <laughs> dude. I have this fucking story. All right, you ready for this? This, I'm ready this for is it. this is the lead. This is the this is the lead. Then we can get into real stuff. But this is this is gambling related. This is gambling related. So last year, Women's World Cup, right? Yep. I believe on a hot tip from you, I bet the Netherlands to make it into the quarterfinals mm-hmm. or maybe the mm-hmm. semis. Uh, and I and it was like when I just moved to Pittsburgh, and I went and the sport there was we didn't have DraftKings, so I had to go to the actual sports book at the Rivers <laughs> Casino. So I place this fucking bet, right? Netherlands advances. But I never have any desire to cash in this bet slip. Like, I never want to go into the casino. Like, sure. it's, it's a fucking process. You got to drive up the ramp, and then you got to, like, it's just, it's not a, it's not like a, it's a, it's a mid-market casino, if that makes, you, do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, it's a real shithole. It's it's not even it's it's like Sketchy, a mall. It's not, it's, yeah, it's I like wish it was a shithole. It's like sticks plays there. It's just you know it's it's a it's just <laughs> ugh, I hate it. Uh, All right, it's not really a casino. It's like a half-ass like mall casino. Yeah, it's a mall like, casino. Yeah. It's definitely a mall casino. It's yeah. like the target of casinos. So <laughs> and also you can smoke in it, which is fucking of course like, nauseating. So yeah. so I've been putting That's off going, I've been putting off going to this fucking casino to cash in this ticket. And it was July 1 was the ticket. And on the back, it was very clearly pl- stated, like, I have till I have one year exactly to cash it in. Oh. Yeah. So the casino's closed because of COVID. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I guess I won't ever get to cash this in. But then they reopened recently. So I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm going to do this. I drag my feet, drag my feet. Finally, June 30th rolls around. The day before July 1st, at 4.30 p.m., I'm like, <laughs> Fuck. I gotta, Wait till the last minute. I gotta go. So I go to the fucking casino and I like, uh, you go. Um, luckily at four o'clock, it's not super busy. So like I could ride the elevator alone, which was good. Uh, go up to security, get your temperature taken, walk in. And it is, first of all, it, it was amazing to see that people could have fa- figured out a way to smoke through their masks. <laughs> I was, I, that was my first question. Yeah. They put you like, a, there's a, they don't fit like paper masks don't fit super tight on the side of your mouth. Yeah. So if you're clever, you can just squeeze your cigarette into the side <laughs> and literally smoke out of the side of your mask. Uh, Please that, tell me you got a picture of this. I didn't, but uh, the casinos are weird about you taking pictures inside oh, the casino. Oh, right. Yeah, that's probably true. So I'm like, fuck. I, all right. I just got to get, I got to plow forward and just get through this fucking disaster area of a fucking space like people like crowded around poker tables is it it packed it's not it's not i mean i don't know what i don't know what rivers looked like it on a monday at four o'clock in the past (laughs) but busy enough like busy enough but dreadfully like depressing Mm -hmm. um it was so there was a new ordinance passed here in in pit allegheny county that bars can no longer serve drinks 
um, and no indoor locations can serve drinks. So the what I didn't realize was that that was the last day of drinking, but but the bars had closed. I think they I think they'd closed the bars in the casino at some point during the day. So there was not there wasn't even like drinking. Like there was no it was just smoking was gambling. and gambling. Yeah. The sports book had Ugh. the sports book had two people in it. Like and it's a massive sports book. There were two people in it watching like some crazy tennis match. Like it was like a like a like a amateur tennis match that looked like it was taking place in like a high school gym. Like that's what these two guys were gambling <laughs> on. I go into the sports book. There's no one in the fucking, in the window. Like I can't even cash my ticket. Like, and I've got this whole story. I'm like, Oh fuck. I gotta like, <laughs> be like, I've got this old crumpled up fucking bet slip. That's going to just be insane. So I, no one's in the sports book. So I go to a regular cashier and I'm like, listen, I've got this really old thing. And the woman's like, sorry, can't help you. I was like, whoa, <laughs> all right. So then I find a manager. Like, this is just a fucking nonsense. This is for like $80, mind you. Like, it's not, <laughs> at this point, it's so not worth it. I find a manager. And the manager's like, oh, yeah, sports book. Like, uh, someone should be on in like 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to fucking stand. So I just go and like stand as far away from people as I possibly can. I just don't want to be around people. I'm super nervous. I hate being in there. I like, I keep wiping my hands with these like face wipes or like hand wipes that they have around. I'm just like, I want to be in this fucking COVID place at all. And I finally, somebody pops up in the window. That guy's a dick. And he's, I'm like, I'm like, I have this really old bed slip. Can you see if it's still valid? And he goes, Oh, it's valid. And then just pop, like just a pause. (laughs) Just nothing. I was like, (laughs) okay, thanks. I was like, okay. So, can I have my money now? And he's like, oh, you got to put it in a ticket machine. And I'm like, I tried that. It doesn't go through. Just fucking give me my money. Like, I was like, just get me the fuck out of here. So he fucking, he's counting out a drawer. It takes him like three minutes to finish doing that. And then he gives me my fucking $82 or whatever it was. And I, and I, I like run out of there. Like I, I literally like run out of there. I don't go in the elevator again. I just run up the stairs to the fourth floor, get in the car and leave. That's so I, I leave <laughs> yesterday. KDKA news <laughs> reports that there was a fucking cocktail waitress there that day that just was found with COVID. Oh no. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that like, you didn't, t- I didn't touch, touch anything. anything. Right. I didn't, I didn't touch anything. I mean, I did, but I didn't, I, I'm just like, fuck did I like, of all the goddamn days, but apparently, like, it was this cocktail waitress, and I know that the bars were closed when I was in there, so I'm hoping that, like, by some stroke of luck, I didn't no. fucking get COVID for $80. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Who fucking knows? Who knows? So, yeah, that was guys, gambling doesn't pay. It just doesn't Ow. pay. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Rivers Casino. I couldn't fucking believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was like test. It was like the the headline was was River Rivers Casino, like whatever barmaid, whatever they call them, a server <laughs> test positive for COVID worked yesterday. Like that was I was like oh yesterday I'm fine. I was like wait no it was yesterday I was there, I overlapped. So that's, there that's the story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. That's it. Oh. Yeah. So if uh, anyone feels like hanging out with me for the next ten to fourteen days. It's a high-risk proposition. I'm on my way.
Yeah. Go to the I, casino. I'm thinking I'm fine. I didn't get You're a, probably I didn't fine. get a drink, but it was definitely yeah. like a fuck final fuck you from the Rivers Casino. I was totally. Like, yeah. 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 That's what happens for waiting a whole year to cash in your ticket, Chris. Hey. You know, well, not for nothing, but you know, I, br- I break my ball, my wife's balls for procrastinating all the time. And you're absolutely right. I should yep. not have done it. It's mm-hmm. not. But in my defense, do, do you want to go into a fucking smoke filled casino just for shits and giggles? It's not like a pleasant place. The intern can back me up on this one. We tried to go and it's just he was with me that day and it was just like, no, oh. yeah, Three, no, no, I no, I listen. I, 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 I know him. I know of those places. I, I can picture it in my mind. I I wouldn't want to go in there either, but eighty bucks is eighty bucks. You know? <laughs> it was you abusive. Know? Might not be much, but it nothing was, to sneeze at. It was, you know? a, it was abusive. It's funny because like I always say, like you know, I really like how Pittsburgh Pittsburgh people here are just gener- generally really nice. Like r- the other day, I had a locksmith. All come. to the I had a locksmith come to fix a lock a lock on the door, and he was like, "You want to stick around and learn how to do this?" And I was like, "Absolutely! Like this is great! Like this is why living in Pittsburgh is awesome!" Like you know. This guy's gonna teach you something, but Rivers is the Rivers is the it's the one place in Pittsburgh I found where it's consistently a nightmare. Like people yeah. are just. Dips. I mean, I think any casino that's not like a legit style casino, yeah, where they're just dealing with assholes, right? They're just yeah, dealing with right. Like, it's just that's they're just that's where the assholes go. I mean, that's. I mean, it's people the, smoking it's through their fucking masks. And assholes. <laughs> it's like, how are you smoking? How I walked in, I was like, well, at least at least it'll be the one time that there's no smoking in here. And I was like, oh, clearly that. Nope. Yep, I was yep. waiting. I was, I was so. I if I would have really looked hard, I bet you I could have found some people with those like masks with a little hole, like the vent holes, yeah. and someone yeah. with a like a like a trach sig sticking yep, out that, of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they gotta get one of those things where like the the extensions that they like the old timey like extensions that they put on cigarettes, just so it can stick out a little Ooh, bit further. That's so you not don't, a like, bad light idea. your mask on fire. That's maybe? not a bad idea. It's to me, it's the exhale. It's not the inhale. That's true too, actually, because you just kind of unless you want it like that sort of French inhale where it all kind of comes back up into. Your I mean, nose. it's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> dude. It was so fucking bad that like I, like I could smell it like when it was in my hair. Like I could Ugh, smell. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. It would, dude. Yeah. Ugh. And I used to be a smoker, but it. Just, yeah, I know. Right. It we both. It get it. It's it's so weird it's how disgusting. much of a, a weirdo you become about that shit. That place that place probably wouldn't exist if they if they didn't allow smoking inside anymore. Probably right. Oh, for sure. Like it shows like they don't have you can't drink and everyone's like fine as long as I can smoke. You know I don't know what the I, you oh you mean w- w- now that they've killed drinking I mean I don't know how they stay in business without people like gambling their life away because they're drunk like I like a sober a sober gambler that's why drinks at, like a lot of casinos are free, free. sober gamblers yeah. like right. useless. Or- yeah, they're useless. But this guy, this kind of goes to show you that, like, it's maybe at least in that town, it goes to show, like, it, you know, like, drinks might not be that important to them, but it's those people who want to be inside gambling while smoking. Yeah. I mean, there's like, an to ap- give them something else to do while they're, like, pulling slots and stuff. You there's, know? Like, an ap- you- there's an appeal there. I, I have to say, I, uh, I, when I was a smoker, I really loved smoking and playing darts. It was, like, one of my favorite things to do. I really enjoyed I could just see that. Having You're a, also drinking a little bit too, though, right? Like, of course, but I think I would. I think I would have chose. I, I, I would, yeah, mm. yeah. That would. I mean, been. we. So this was two or three years ago now. Maybe I guess we went down to Christ. What is that? Is that Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? 
Sounds, it was like the Sands Casino. Yeah, I think that's right. You went to like a Mary J. Blige concert or something, right? No, that was uh, that was up at the Mohegan Sun or wherever. Uh, it was another concert, like some I don't know, one of those like hipster like country bluegrass brothers bands or something. I oh, like that, like the uh, like a hey ho band. Yeah, like the Saltine Boys or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> were they like? Know. Were they yeah. wear like old timey outfits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Statler the, Brothers. The, the, I wish it was the Statler Brothers. I wish it was the Statler Brothers. Hey, yeah. Elvira. <laughs> were they Elvira? They're great harmonizers. I love the Statler Brothers. Yeah, they're uh, great. Anyway, do a t- great song with Johnny Cash. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, uh. We went down there and like we were in the casino and it's like a, it's a little bit, it's sort of like the in-between casino because it's in a hotel. They've got all the tables, like everything you want and like slots and everything. But it still is like, it's just, it's one of those places where, you know, the locals go and it's gross and it's so filled with smoke. And we had a couple drinks and then we were kind of like debating on gambling or not. And our one friend like disappeared because he's a big time gambler. So he just went and found some tables. I think he found the private room or something and did that. And, um, we were sitting around like wanting to gamble, not really sure what to do. And yeah, then we all sudden, like feeling. both my wife and I both have like used to smoke as well. And we haven't smoked for at least probably 10 years. And we both kind of got the urge to like have a cigarette while we're sitting there, like wanting to play slots or something. Yeah. And I don't even want to play slots. I hate slots. I think they're dumb. They're the worst. Uh, but like we kind of all of a sudden had that urge to start, start smoking or something too. And I, I don't know if it's like a, some weird psychological thing about it. I think, it, I think I, I really think you're onto something because I know, and I hate to use this reference, but I know Bill Simmons allows himself cigarettes when he's at a blackjack table. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that there is a thing like smoking and mm-hmm. gambling really go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, po- like oh, poker, yeah. poker games, right? You're like, that's like a cigar smoking, whatever. Right. Like, right. Yeah. I guess there's some weird, there's a weird psychological thing to it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, speaking of gambling and I, we're already 20 minutes in, we haven't done anything. Uh, this is great. It's a classic you and I shit, shit talk show. Uh, so last week you talked to me and I'm going to, I'm going to pivot quickly to, to, uh, soccer because last sure. week we had talked about, uh, my, my new favorite, uh, what is it? What's this league called? Premier league. Oh, the premier league. Yeah. yeah. So premier my, league. my team, the crystal palaces, right? Yeah. So the crystal palaces got their asses whooped by Liverpool. Uh, and I, so I lost, I lost this bet. Like I was like, Oh man, crystal palaces. Right. Yeah, uh, okay. So I'm like, fuck it. I guess I'm just not going to ever bet premier league again. But then yesterday I get this notice that FanDuel is like, uh, FanDuel sends me an email. They're like, you have $5 in your account and you're about to lose it because you haven't bet on this <laughs> stupid site in like six months or whatever. So I log in. I'm like, okay, FanDuel, $5. What can I bet on real quick? And I see it's halftime, West Ham versus Chelsea. It's mm. plus 700 to hit West Ham uh, for the win. And I was like, well, if it's five bucks, like I might as well try to do some long odds. I just checked. West Ham pulled off the upset. Yeah, they did. I, I, got, four, I got 40 bucks in my FanDuel account. Yeah. I'm back in, baby. <laughs> this is great news. So, fuck Crystal Palaces. Sorry, Jake. I'm a West Ham guy now. Those guys fucking win me money. What's up with West Ham? Are they a cool team? They're I, all right. Can they're I like root for them? I kind of want to like, but they're never like really good. They're another they, London squad. They always squad. have a couple decent players on there, though. They're another London squad. I mean... Who am I supposed to vote? Who am I supposed to bet or root for? Right, like it's up to you, man. It's just, you find your team. You know, you like if if like if you if you want to like get into it, get Crystal, into it. Crystal Palace has let me down. 
And yeah, or you know what? I kind of like this idea of I, I don't even know if this is what you're doing, but you kind of just kind of float from team to team as you find them, and and you'll settle on one. I mean, what a what a upset! West Ham is 16th, and they beat number four Chelsea squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Chelsea played horrible defense. They kept they kept. Uh, it, it's sort of like the. It's almost like soccer's version of the fast break. Oh, they, like one guy kind of le- le- tw- leaks towards the 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 back line is is like the defense of like Chelsea then and, and like so the West Ham guy the striker just kept kind of going towards the back and, and if they time it right they they sort of kick this you know long arcing pass that goes over the heads or just past the defenders and then he's a, if he's able to get the ball if he's on sides and then he's almost got like an easy shot huh. and they kind of kept doing that and and that's how they scored I think their last two points they and only it was, had it was they incredible only, I was watching the, I think I watched most of the game they only had they only had a twenty seven percent possession which is crazy yeah that they could incredible that they could win yeah. they only and only eight shots on goal and three were fucking were money so yeah there were money it was incre- it was amazing uh and and yeah fuck Chelsea, right? I Chelsea. I see. Ugh. Maybe West Ham's my team. You know, like he, I don't want to. I'm not going to be like a, a. I might as well just be a cellar dweller. I don't really care. I mean, this season's a wash, right? Like, didn't Liverpool yeah. win? Like, why are they still playing? I don't even understand what the fuck's happening. Like, well, they have to finish the season. Why? The Liverpool uh, won. Well, I think for the rest of the standings, it's also for so regulation. So the bottom three teams go down, drop down a league. Oh shit! West Ham's uh, on the verge then. Yeah, so they're on the verge. So you're kind of playing with fire there a little bit, but that's kind of exciting that way because if they can finish strong and then they 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 finish out of relegation, I'm a West uh, Ham guy. Fuck, yeah. fuck Crystal Palaces for now because that was man. They, yeah, man. All right, that was good. exciting game. They're they're kind. They've got a lot of kind of like decent players. They just can't ever seem to kind of like come put it all together. You know, it's like yeah. a they're kind of like um, uh, I'm thinking of like a basketball team, of course, but um. Right now, uh, what's, what's your I, I don't squad? know if this is quite what's accurate, your... but kind of like the Grizzlies, maybe, you know? Ooh, I could go for that. Yeah, kind of like maybe a, like kind of a, a blue collar, kind of a hardworking team, but never really good. And every once in a while, maybe they kind of like pop up here. I so fucking apologize to everybody that we're talking about soccer. This would annoy the fuck out of me if I were you. <laughs> I, like, I love how you're getting into it, though, Chris. Well, it's a good gambling sport. I've got to yep. say, like, I'm, I'm feeling this, like... You know, like I watched. Were they the, trailing at halftime? They were tied at halftime. They were tied, which is crazy. That's why. Yeah. It's what, that's why plus seven hundred seems so fucking. I was like, yeah. I was like, the the uh, the smart money was plus two thirty on a tie, and I almost clicked that. But then mm. I was like, you know what? They were they, listen. They, that, why that the fuck wouldn't I want like at the end of the game? I think right there. So was, I wish um, I I fucking wish I would have watched because I watched that Crystal Palace game. Yikes! That was like, I actually <laughs> didn't realize like Liverpool was playing for like the first championship in 30 years like of course yeah. what an asshole's bet did i play? i tried to tell you that but you weren't listening I you know, were all on crystal I know, palace i know you're all hopped up on crystal palace i was on crystal hopped palace. up on crystal palace i'm out on crystal palace like i i, I yeah, want although they do play like likester <laughs> on fourth of july lester. which lester, lester of City. course it's lester of course it is yeah. it's like a fucking town in fucking massachusetts <laughs> uh oh by the way, not to get off topic here, but let's please, please get off topic. Let's do fucking that. Town and city in New England is named after uh, basically one of the soccer team towns in London or in England. Yeah. My my father-in-law gives me shit every time I mispronounce a town the way it's spelled in Massachusetts. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, Dorchester. He's like, no, it's Duster or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> what's happening? Like, why is it? Why do you eliminate half of the word? Yeah. Go, fu- go fuck the- yourself. 
of yeah. fucking Massachusetts, your fucking Leicester and your fucking Woosters and your fucking Dorsters. Like, come on, get the fuck yeah. out of here. You're fucking just driving to and from Cape Cod over the last weekend. I, it was like, uh, it was like Swansea, uh, Covington or Coventry, like all these songs that, that I know that are like not even premier league. They're like the second, third level teams and stuff, but they're all these cities in England or the UK, and I'm like, really, Jesus Christ! We had to name all of our cities after them in the, in New England here. Yeah, I mean, they really it, took this thing, whole thing to heart. Here. Well, they shouldn't even get to celebrate Fourth of July in, no, in Massachusetts. No. They, I think she should get annexed. Actually, yeah, I agree. I agree. Somewhere where they like candle pin bowling. <laughs> Chris, yep. speaking of Fourth of July, mm. uh, do you want to gamble on the hot dog eating contest? Why not? Okay. You know, I, know we, it's, I know it's the stupidest thing in the world, and I can't stand that there's this... It's going on for 104 years, for crying out loud. Isn't, 104 years they've been doing a hot dog eating contest. Right, but I know that the Shea brothers, uh, George and... Shit, I can't remember the other Shea brothers. They were our publicists at the River to River Festival. They're the ones who bought competitive eating and, uh, really? and run the contest every year. Yeah, George Shea, who is the uh, publicist for River to River, is the guy in the... Like, the the barbershop quartet had every year that like tells oh, guys to start. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually pitched them a competitive eating, uh, video game idea. A first, we called it the first person eater. My friend, Ben, Ben Smith, <laughs> Benmo actually. And I pitched them on it and they really liked the idea. We had like three calls with them and then they, un- they ended up like, uh, they kind of stole the idea and went with like a real app developer and ended up making the video game that I have no idea yes, what yes. happened with it. Yeah. Uh, so you could actually do a VR, I think would be cool on that. Maybe I gross. Gross. (laughs) So who's, who's the favorites? I don't know the odds on this. Let's, let's figure out someone to bet on. So it's, it's, um, what site could you possibly bet on this on? Like it's the most, it's it's on DraftKings. It's the most riggable thing. Is it? Yeah. All right. And like, and, and I saw it actually originally, I saw it on odd shark. So like with Bavada, I think was posting their odds and stuff, but I looked it up on uh, DraftKings, and they have now it's all, it's not much. It's, it's only, um, it's only basically you, cause they don't list the other contestants. Cause I don't even know if they know who they are. Maybe at this point, it's like even Joey it's Chestnut term, whatever, but it's Joey Chestnut. And then there's a, there's a women's bracket as well too. And there's one lady, I don't know her name, unfortunately. Um, uh, but she's apparently pretty popular too. She's sort of like the popular with women. who? With who? With the uh, no, with, as far as like the, a, as, the, as like the women eating women, woman eater or whatever. I guess. I know, but like, who's watching the shit any other time of the year? Like, apparently, so I, I noticed. That apparently, there's like in the last couple of years, there's up to like forty thousand people like gathered around watching the outdoors down in Coney Island, watching this hot dog eating contest. But I know, but that's once a year. Like, that's my, my point is like, I know, but they have other competitions throughout the year, apparently too. Where? And not just hot dogs. Right. It's a competitive eating tour. I, that's true. Apparently. Cause there are guys that are like very good at different things. Yes. Like there's guys like eyes or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm a big, yeah. li- I eat like Mac salad really fast or something. <laughs> I just eat regular salad. I crush regular salad. I can't even. I can't even begin to find <laughs> where the fuck this is. I'm. I'm on the site and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I can't. It pops right up. Like you know, where all they have. It's all in the white bars where they list all the sports. Yeah, I see that, but I don't see food. I don't. I don't even like. I don't hold even on. know what the icon would be. Like, hold on. It's there's no icon. It's just um. Hang I on, see this some is, golf. Yeah. I see okay. Some... So home, right in the middle there. Quick links. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. English Premier League Contest? Casino Lobby. No, I'm not seeing it. Oh, no. man, I must be I must be stupid. In the sports, sports book, okay. 
I'm a, I'm a, okay, I'm in daily fantasy. That's my problem. Okay. Yep. Sorry, folks. Another fucking faux pas of. <laughs> I still don't see it, but that's okay. Well, but moving right along. All right. It's there. It's okay, there. I'm sure. I believe. Uh, anyway. I'm sure it is. Competitive. Okay, so uh, Joey Chestnut's the 12 time winner. He holds the world record at 74. Chris, I found it. Hot dogs. Of course you did. I'm glad you <laughs> no did. No bets available. It says. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No bet, no bets available. They have a, they've pulled, I, I, they probably, they probably got smart. We're like, you know what? Actually you can't like oh, Joey. Ch- sucks. So Joey chestnuts, what was it? What was his odds on favorite? Well, he was favored at, well, this has actually changed now again. I, yesterday was that minus 1250. Oh man. This guy's so, like, so he's oh, a huge he's a shoe favorite. in. All right. Who's the next, who's the next guy? So they don't, they don't list any other person's name. You it can just have the field. Any it just says any other oh, participant. I like that. Let's the the field. What's the field's the field. odd? Uh, the field is it was six fifty. It is now down to five fifty plus five fifty. Still feels like a good bet. I kind of yeah, because you never know. It feels like he got upset a couple of years ago. I think if I remember, not that I follow this at all. <laughs> yeah, sure you don't, buddy. But yeah, like it's some that, <laughs> that think, shit kind of yeah, sticks in your baby, brain. Yeah. Oh, Miki Sudo is the women's champion. Okay, there. can you you can't bet on her though? I'm guessing. Yes, minus eight thirty five. Yikes, these are fucked odds, man. Yeah, but any other participant, again, is plus 500. I mean, I guess that's what I would bet. Like, I feel like Joey Chestnuts is a lock. Yeah. Also, are yeah. they doing this, like, socially distant with, like, are people allowed to go to Coney Island? Like, No, so they're not, and they're doing this indoors, and there's no crowd, and there's apparently there's fewer participants as well. God, I mean, um, if, there was ever, so he... if there was ever a time to just <laughs> put a pause on a sport, Right? It's it's a fucking eating contest. It's like an eating contest. Like, like don't you don't have to do this. America. America cares. Look at yourself. I, I, in the I wonder mirror. if it's gonna be because it's usually televised too, I believe. So I wonder if it's it's still gonna be televised. I mean, that's the only reason it's on that's the only reason any sport's happening, Chris. Yeah, right. It's the yeah. only is TV is the only reason any sport's happening. Like, give me a fucking break. Do you think that like do, do you think that like any of these millionaire like which athlete do you think and I, I'm eliminating competitive eaters from this conversation, which <laughs> actual athlete, I should be eliminating baseball players too, but actual athlete wants to play right now. You've got enough money. Like they don't need money. I mean, if for collective bargaining for next year and, and, and what have you, and of course there, there has to be a sacrifice, but does anyone really want to play? Like, does anyone want to? Yeah, like- I think a lot of these guys want to play, but I'm just not sure they want to play in these conditions. Well, this is okay. Okay, so I think I think athletes normal. It's, it's probably probably part of their mentality. It's probably part of their just DNA that like they want to compete. They want to go out there. They want to play. You know, it's like a, it's why guys have a hard time sort of retiring. Right, that's a good point. But do you think so? So right now, what what would you say are is the? Uh, I still don't think anyone's. I still don't think there's going to be sports in 2020. I I, I I think you're. I think you're closer to being right. And and the more I think about, it, the more we we see these stories about like. What was actually the MLS team? Uh, da- I think it was Dallas or something. Just said like six or their guys of contract. Uh, uh, and they're supposed uh, to start in like two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And and they're not even down there yet. They're still in, like, in Dallas or whatever. So you know, like more and more of these guys are, are contracting uh, or uh, are coming down with with COVID or whatever you want to say it. And and it just it just keeps getting like worse and worse and worse here potentially. I think for for this to actually like they might force it trying to start these things, but I think you're more on track with like with that sort of notion of of. These sports leagues start, go for a couple weeks, and then like everything just goes to shit. Here, look at you know? how fast! Look at how fast the uh, the NBA screeched to a halt after Rudy yeah. Go Go Bay Go Bear. Right, 
Right, like, Gobert. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just immediate. Like, within a week. Yeah. I mean, it was like, done. We're done it's here. A, it's, I mean, at this point, I also think that we're, it's all about optics. Like, it's all about the way you look. They just, cl- like, the governor of Pennsylvania just did this fucking racket where he's like, oh, you have to wear a mask if you leave the house, right? Like, it's a, if you, it, with all these weird rules, right? And they, and any, and it really affects businesses, which is weird because they're going to play baseball and like, are like catchers who can't stay six distance, six feet from a batter. Do they wear a mask? Like where, you know, what, or does that in a, enable their ability to do their job safely? It's, it's, it's all I don't think very, they figured this out either yet. Cause they don't talk about that. It's all very confusing. I mean, I'm just trying to put it on a sports level, but on a, on a more global level, this is nothing about personal safety. I don't, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily about safety. I think it's about optics. I think it's about this governor wants to be the guy that's like, I'm not Texas. I'm Pennsylvania and we're very proactive. And I think that like that's going to trickle into sports as well. Like I don't think anyone wants to be the sport that like gets people sick. So I think as soon as some there's an outbreak, it's just not going to make sense for these people to like get the press. Like the I think that the the negative press is just Unless maybe because the NBA is so organized, they can do it and still have people getting affected while they're in the bubble. But I I don't know, man. I just the NFL is now reducing their preseason to two games. Yep. And they were the first one, like they were just the we're not gonna crack, and now they're clearly cracking. And they're still, you know, two months out from preseason. Yeah. I just don't right. I do not I, I think not- there were even um there was something I saw. I, I was just trying to find it while you were talking, but I thought there was a store a headline I saw something about them making like a uh, fan sign waivers if they're going to enter the stadiums to like watch football games during the season or something, you know, it's like now everyone's trying to, you know, like they want to have their season, but then they want to cover their ass because of all this stuff too. If they're letting fans in, it's like, you can't, you can't do both sides here. Yeah. Like, don't I mean, do that. That's not, that's not cool either, man. Like don't, but can and you there's imagine? college, there's colleges like Ohio state, like major colleges, sports, football colleges that are like apparently making their players and these, these kids sign sort of waivers or like pledges. I feel bad. I do feel bad for collegiate athletes who are missing important seasons for their potential professional careers. But hey, remember, college athletics is supposed to be a way, a gateway to you getting an education. It's not supposed to be a gateway for you becoming a professional athlete. That's what's changed. And that's sort of something that hasn't been really talked about is that like the NCAA is being faced right. with, the, with the brutal reality that like their fucking organization is corrupt and fucked and really isn't about collegiate sports at all. It's about money. And, uh, and I, and I'm, I kind of want to see the collapse of collegiate college athletics. I'm really on this Draymond green thing. Like, I think this is the, this is maybe the only time that this can probably get that a lot of the problems in the NCAA can get solved. And I'm not smart enough to talk about it, like with any sort of eloquency, but I do, I do think that like, how much money that the NCAA relies on from from television, s- sneaker deals, and ticket sales is finally like they're they're now willing to put college students at risk in order to get that money, and they're like they're the ones that are gonna they're the ones that they just can't like they cannot risk their athletes getting sick, and I I, I man I'd be surprised to see if we had a college a college football season. Here's here's the funny thing because I'll even take it a step further from you about about the the deficiencies of of the NCA and how corrupt they are. I even think the coaches because they're getting paid five to ten million dollars a year, 
and they're institutionalized uh, deities basically within these universities are are corrupt in themselves because they keep saying how they look out for the best interests of these kids and their student athletes and they they come first. But now you hear all these stories about these kids getting sort of either verbally or physically sort of abused or pushed beyond what their means they should be. And that a lot of these are again signing making them these kids sign these sort of these pledges to like come back and play and not like sort of not sort of sue the university. Yeah. You know, if they get if they get, you know, COVID, uh, and they're sort of forcing them back and sort of because they have to make because the university has to make money because the the teams everybody has to make their money because the coaches have to justify their paychecks. Right. And 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 uh, what is it? Uh, Clemson? I think was now they're up to like over thirty, almost forty players have contract uh, of of come down with COVID here. Wow, um, oh, that's right. You no, know, and it's like and and what they have a they have a uh, a, a football population of uh, seventy five, eighty, maybe ninety players total. And that's just players, right? That's just players on the football team. So that ha- like a, a third of their team is sick. You know because because yeah because what they're supposed to be sort of practicing or in and around campus. You know, because so like on all these coaches, they want to say like, oh, you know, you know, now they want to say like Black Lives Matter and all these other things. But they're only all they do is they say this just to sort of just just to 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 justify their their job and to keep themselves employed well, let me, by these universities. Can I give you a and I think it's a, it's a huge disgrace and it's it, it, and it's such a it's such BS. Let me they give, don't actually care about their players at all or their schools. Let me give you a let me give you a. a a weird sort of, and there's the, the parallels in this are pretty. They're they're not they they don't line up exactly, but the argument has been made. So I'll make it I'll make it again. I'll just repeat what I've heard. So, uh, NJMS, the New Jersey Medical Center, or right NJMS yep. sc- Medical School, sorry, uh, which is at which is Rutgers, right? That's that's Rutgers Medical School. They have been you know working diligently through COVID at at University Hospital in Newark, right? You've got residents, you've got medical students, you've got, you know, essentially, or essentially, actually is a great word, essential workers mm-hmm. that, are, that have been powering through COVID and, and Newark was no, was, you know, it was a rough place. It was, it's maybe gotten a little better, but it was a rough place. They have now asked all of those residents and, uh, and, and any medical school students to take a 25% pay cut post post the covid outbreak because the because the the hospital's hemorrhaging money now the hospital's affiliated with Rutgers Rutgers has a coach who hasn't coached a game yet in his new contract who's due to make 32 million dollars over the next 8 years Greg Schiano which who you know I was excited for Greg Schiano to be there sure. but like if you can't see the weird discrepancy in those mm-hmm. two things mm-hmm. like that they're asking essential workers who were he- branded heroes mm-hmm. mere months ago to take a 25% pay cut while they have to look at this coach who hasn't coached a day in his fucking life and mm-hmm. probably won't coach this first four, this first year of a fucking uh, $4 million a year contract. Like, how do you, how do you justify that? Like, that's just a crazy, crazy it's, it's, without knowing Like, and they're not asking him to take a, a pay cut or anything. No. So, you know, I, I imagine like it's, it's the hypocrisy is just, it's disgusting. It's a, it's really. I mean, it's really mind blowing, and and I don't understand why we can't stop midstream and sort of readjust our priorities. And I don't mm-hmm. know why the NCAA can't do that either. I, I, 
I'm sorry. Just hopefully they can't. Hopefully it burns it all down. We right? we just, uh, no one loves sports more than you and I. I. This is not me playing favorites because I don't watch a lot of college football. I just don't see why this is why having sports back is so important. Other than money, and I get that. I work in entertainment. I haven't fucking worked in months, and like that's a believe me. I, the the we main, all have to the, have money to the, live and survive. The main reason the, I want to see sports come back is because I want to see a a way in which like live entertainment can come back as well and i want it to be an example but i also now just watched you know florida houston and and arizona open up too soon and now they're rapidly being closed and i just mm-hmm. feel like if we just paused for the right amount of time we'd be in better shape that's that's just sort of i feel like i'm gonna stick to this i just don't think we should have sports this year i think we'll be yeah. fine i think yeah. we'll be fine we'll, yeah. We'll want it'll be. We'll, I'll welcome it back whenever it comes back. And if, if it's this year, it's this year. I'll be the first one watching. But I, my own personal opinion, I've said this a million times, is just fucking don't do it. Don't do it. Just, you know, yeah, don't force it. Just don't force it. Yeah. And right? I know that like, that's not a popular don't. opinion. I know that's not a popular opinion. I think people really, you know, there, there's the argument that it's good for America and it's good for whatever. But we just. Is it- Man, we can't get this shit under control, and and we right. we live in a really odd place to have a pandemic happen. We live in a we live in a really big like like as far as like space is concerned, we spatially large country. We're not we can't close our borders, we can't close our state borders, and so we're you know there's a and and Americans love to travel, and the only place we can travel is within our United States. So here we are, passing this fucking disease around, giving it to each other back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a fucking... Com- it's the American way, Chris. Yeah, like a fuck... Like, you know, guys that don't like to wear condoms. Like, they, it's like guys just don't like to wear condoms, right? Oh, I'll pull out fast enough. Yeah, don't exactly. Worry yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, what's more important? Safe sex or a hard-on? And I'll be the first to admit, hard-on. Hard-on. Yeah, it's pretty hard close, on, Chris. It's a, yeah, it's in the moment... In the moment, so I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not Mr. High on his fucking horse, being like, "Don't pass COVID." I believe me, I don't like going outside with a mask on. It sucks. I don't like to have sex with a condom on. It sucks. And to be honest, (laughs) I didn't do it very many times. (laughs) And be honest, I don't wear my mask that much. I'm just gonna say I don't. But I think we should. I think we should. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Exactly. I wear it if someone's going to see me. <laughs> but listen, if the people around me are going to be mad, I'm not wearing it. Same with like a condom. If the person I'm with's not going to be mad, I'm probably not going to put it on. If they say it's cool, then. Yeah. I got that rhythm method down. I got rhythm breathing down too. I, I hold my breath whenever I go past. Somebody. I close my eyes. The rhythm method of COVID. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's applicable to anything. <laughs> Chris, we're, yeah. we've rambled, man. This is a fucking, this is a, uh, this has been a, a weird one. Uh, you've, you've, in your show notes, you've got a couple of really like vague things. And I, I wanted, uh, you've got, I, I, I want to, I've, I guess unplugged all the way. This feels like this feels like the uh, the you know the five hundred thousand dollar pyramid where I'm just like, uh, I guess uh, um, I'll take unplugged all the way. Ding. 
What is it? What's the question? Uh, okay, so we talked about this a couple, uh, uh, maybe, oh God, it's been a couple months ago now, maybe, <clears throat> in our, our, our albums What's that we time? listen to yes. straight through. Oh God. Th- this and is I told about you MTV one of mine Unplugged? Was, was the <laughs> Nirvana Unplugged. No. Right? Okay. But this is just sort of a follow-up to that because I thought, since we've talked about it before, Kurt Cobain's Unplugged Guitar, the one he played in that, in that set, in that show. Yeah. Just sold for six million fucking dollars wow. at an auction. Wow. Six million dollars, man. Wow. I don't like that album that much. I'm not paying six million dollars for that. That's pretty crazy that it, that is this. Wow, that's of all the guitars in the history of music and all the musicians, iconic wow. musicians and guitars in the history of like that's the one that this is the record. This is set the record for the most expensive guitar. Wow, that is so. That's crazy. I wonder how much like I want. I want like there's there's been some other famous guitar players. I like I wonder like that's got to be the most that anyone could get for a guitar played on unplugged. Like. Maybe like is there like if Eric Clapton died or like Stevie Ray Vaughan? Maybe, maybe I don't even think I don't think Clapton could get six million for his. What about Stevie Ray Vaughan? You think he get six million for Stevie <laughs> Ray Vaughan guitar? No, but I'll, so here, okay, so here, I, I, there's a so as 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 a story I read, there was a couple other notes about kind of these things. Notes. So I'll I'll, I'll show them with you. The previous record for a guitar, I guess, mm-hmm. was three point nine million for a black Stratocaster owned by Pink Floyd's David Gilmore. Is that the one that went crazy? I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought you guy. would probably know that, but I I'm don't, not a Pink Floyd guy, proudly. It's a Pink I, Floyd. I, I think I, that band sucks. I'd rather listen to fucking, I'd rather listen to Nirvana Unplugged <laughs> a thousand times before I'd put a Pink Floyd record on. Way uh, down, I mean, I thought it would have been, no um, uh, like, not Pink Floyd, but the other, what was the other band at that time? Um, a lot of bands uh, at that time suck and people think they're good, but they're not. Like, I know, but like, uh, uh, Traffic, Blind Faith, uh, like, they're all garbage. I hate them. <laughs> I don't even like Led Zeppelin. I'm be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin sucks. Like they. But suck. I would think like hit their their guitars probably would have been more than a. Pink but those dudes guitar. aren't dead. Those dudes aren't dead. Maybe the guy uh, you're thinking. Okay. I think the guy you're thinking of is probably dead. He's probably like a early Pink. It'd be like John Bonham's drums or something. I don't know. Okay. All right. To me, uh, to me, this one makes sense because it is such an iconic show. In fact, if you look up MTV Unplugged, the f- the first three videos come up are Nirvana. Clearly that was like, that is the benchmark of MTV unplugged is the Nirvana unplugged. I personally would have thought it was, uh, Ricky Martin, but I guess, uh, or Queen Drake. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, how about this one? So Prince is, uh, and I don't know if you know this guitar or not, because I don't really know, but you kind of, you kind of recognize it when you see a picture of it. Prince's blue angel cloud guitar. Okay. Uh, and this was like his iconic, like eighties kind of style guitar where it has like the, uh, oh, believe has, me, I've, I, I know what you're the okay. guitar you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So that one just, I think at the same auction, that one just only sold for $563,000. Yeah. There's a, I, I feel like Prince has more iconic guitars than that guitar. There's the, there, there's the guitar that has like the symbol that was like, yeah, cause he right. was a form that one is. A, a more iconic gar- guitar. This the uh, the Blue Angel guitar. I've been watching a lot of Prince videos lately, so I'm really up on Prince. Okay, uh, that was like his like rave into the joy, fantastic era guitar. It's not really like that's actually not 80s. It's like 90s, 2000s. Um, well, this just, one is said they said this one was like with because of um, uh, uh, Purple Rain and stuff like this. 
like he he used this one in like promoting like Purple Rain and a couple I think a couple of his other albums throughout the eighties. Oh, okay. Maybe so, I'm thinking of a different I, I guitar. Know. I I so well then. And and the auction the, apparently the the auction president even was quoted as saying this is the most significant Prince guitar that will ever come up for auction. Oh, now that of, I wasn't quite sure of as a quote. I, that seemed a little because, like you said, like his the symbol one. Okay, and, so and I thought there was a couple other ones made. Well, before. there there are so there's the symbol guitar. I'm guessing is in Paisley Park, which has become like Paisley Park's become Graceland for like Prince okay, fans. Yeah. And sure. like there the if you've seen you've seen the guitar solo, and I I act like I I'm I'm old school on this. I literally just watched this, and this is this video has like 86 million views, but like. Prince playing at the at the George Harrison Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Have you watched that mm-hmm. video? No, I don't. Do think yourself so. a fucking favor. I'm telling you, it's one of the it's maybe the best guitar solo of all time. It is crazy. It's Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne, Steve Winwood, like they're all and like George Harrison's son. They're all playing like like while my guitar gently weeps or whatever. And Prince takes the last solo and shreds for like four minutes. And mm-hmm. it's fucking nuts. And then he throws Scrum. his guitar in the air and it just disappears. And apparently that guitar is like the most valuable Prince guitar. And that's in Paisley Park because people okay. consider that the greatest guitar, live guitar solo so, ever recorded. So I guess that would, that would, the quote then is that it, it, it won't ever come up for auction. Probably. Yeah, so this, this is probably the one that's, it's, so I'm guessing it's privately, it was privately owned. Someone right. somehow got their hands on yeah, it yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. why it's right. available. I wonder but, who but, sold but, the, like, yeah, the Kurt your Cobain point, though, one. Like, because of who he is and his abilities and stuff, I would think like his guitars would be way more valuable than like Cobain because Cobain was like, I mean, he was a, not a hack guitarist, but he was a very simple, basic guitarist. Yeah, like, he's, he, a, he's, you know, a bar chord, he's a bar chord like, guitarist, but he was the only guitar player in that band. I, I have to say, sure. like, if you, if you go back and listen to some of that shit, like, it's, it's pretty powerful stuff. It's just, I think that it all goes back to that TV. It's just, I honestly... I feel like Dave Grohl's drum, stupid drumsticks are like more iconic in that show. I couldn't even tell you what <laughs> Kurt Cobain's dumb guitar looked like, but Dave Grohl had those stupid red and white drumsticks that I hate them. I hate his little <laughs> soft, brushy guitar drum sound. It's the fucking worst. Uh, and actually, oddly enough, uh, do you know who Peter Friedman is? He's, he owns Rode Microphones? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So the guy who owns Rode Microphones, actually, he he's the winning bidder on that co- on that guitar. Uh, I think that guitar is also iconic because Kurt Cobain is a left-handed guitar player and he plays the guitar upside down. Uh, yeah, it was apparently it was uh, he bought the guitar and then it was uh, custom made for him as well to, to to fit his playing style or whatever. I guess whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Does cool. there was also a suede cool. stash bag still in the guitar case that came with it? So that's pretty, you know. Cool. Or something too, I bet. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Does it smell like BO? <laughs> oh, probably. Uh, let me. There was one other one I wanted to compare to you, just in your opinion. Okay. Because I thought this one would be, if I was going to buy a guitar, this is the one that I probably would have put money on if I had like hundreds of thousands of dollars or something to bet on. All right. Uh, it was one of Johnny Cash's acoustic guitars <sighs> that are that are all signed by the Highwaymen. All right. Quick, list the Highwaymen for me quickly without thinking. Oh, uh, Waylon Jennings, yep. uh, Johnny Cash, yep. uh, um, uh, uh, Chris Christopherson, yes. and uh, Willie Nelson. Weird, you would go Willie Nelson last. Chris Christopherson probably I couldn't always, think of his name. I could always not think is of his name. last, but great job. Great people always m- misguess the Highwaymen, so great job. Yeah. Wait, do who they, do they leave Chris Christopherson? No, off? People always want to throw Merle Haggard in there, and he yeah, wasn't, you know, what but I mean? that's no, he was yeah. never no. 
Him and him and Willie had their like their own side thing going on, yeah. basically. I think, yeah, yeah a lot of times. Willie but anyway, that guitar only sold for fifty-seven thousand dollars. Well, that's because of fucking Johnny Cash, dude. I mean, I would have bought that for fifty-seven thousand dollars. I would have totally bought that. Really? Thing. And done what? With yeah. It? Just hang it on the wall or display it and be like, hey, listen, I got one of Johnny Cash's guitars. Chris, how about this? Instead of paying five hundred thousand dollars for a fucking guitar, million? How about I buy a guitar? And I autograph it with their names, <laughs> and you can hang it on your wall and tell people it was signed by the higher end. Because that's like, like a, that. that's about as fucking impressive as this is. Like, who gives a fuck? Who gives well, a fuck? I, that's my whole point. Is I don't give a fuck about unless any you guitar. walked up to each individual guy and was like, or if they gave it to you. Like, I don't know, like how meaningful, autog- how meaningful is an autograph to you? It's not. I, I'm not a collector. I don't really care about autographs. I never did, even as a kid. Yeah, I did. Like, I, I did. I did care about autographs as a kid, and I, I to this day I don't know why, but I, I definitely did. The only meaningful autograph I've ever been a part of, I think, is um, I was working at the Virgin Mega Store when I first moved to New York, and Black Sabbath came through, mm-hmm. and my fr- it was on their first reunion in like twenty whatever years, and my one of my oldest friends, Joe Cole, is a huge Black Sabbath fan, and he was getting married. So I had all of Black Sabbath sign the lanyard or the laminate uh, for him and gave it to him as his wedding gift, which I'm sure his yeah. wife was thrilled with. But <laughs> yeah, he has all the original cool. members of Black Sabbath's autographs. Yeah, right. See, that's I mean, like that's cool because it's a personal thing, and and I agree with you. And like that, that kind of it makes things. That's what uh, I mean. Like if I was like Chris, guess what? I got all of the signatures, and here's your guitar. Would you? Yeah, cool. I, I would expect fifty-seven thousand dollars. <laughs> If I had enough money where I could be like, yeah, here's 50 grand, take it. It's awesome. I'll buy it off you for that. Sure. But I'm not like, I'm not blowing my life savings on these stupid thing. Memorabilia you know, whatever. Well, like, people that, people that are buying this shit are, do not, it's not their life savings. I fucking hope not anyway. No, I know. I think I, these guys are uh, like, they're liquid. They've got, what was they, the, um, they've got the money. The other, this, man, actually, this is a story I heard a while back because of, um, uh, the, uh, I think ESPN just did the documentary, right? Of the, of the, of the home run chase back in the nineties, you know, with, with McGuire and yeah, Sosa. Yeah, yeah. And apparently the, um, who's the McFarlane was the guy who was a big collector of stuff. Yeah. I think there's like, he's got like a, yeah, he's like a, a well-known guy. Yeah. He's the, yeah. he's the, uh, comic book guy or yeah, whatever. I think yeah. not, not the family guy guy. Yeah, no, no. The, he makes it, he make uh, is it comic books? I thought it was like, or I thought it was like miniatures. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, but I think he started off with like, what's the one comic book that was like the um, uh, Spawn? Anyway, isn't it Spawn? Spa- yeah, Spawn. Yeah, yeah, Spawn. Got I it. think he started with that, and then I, I do not read. I like, do not read comics. I do not read comics. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I think he started making those sort of like uh, not life size dolls, but like those two foot like yeah, the little, but they're all the like super- superheroes or comic books yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he spent. I should actually look this up as I'm talking, but I'm not. Um, I think he spent millions of dollars on McGuire's home run ball really oh the yeah the the one that broke the record the one that broke yeah. the asterisk right? um and i think now someone's realized that that thing is less than like a hundred thousand dollars or something yeah he spent three million on it okay uh and now oh god this guy's a freak show yikes he's not what happened to this guy he looks gaunt and terrible now when he bought it oh, he looked he- reasonable yeah i I, you're probably right this ball's probably not worth shit i personally here's here this this is kind of memorabilia i would actually get into i would love to own all of the important like steroid era 
pieces of memorabilia. Like I would love to get like, like, like the packing slip of Peyton Manning's wife, like, <laughs> like her when he got PD sent to her in their house. The box. The box, <laughs> the yeah. Brown Just box, the, like the FedEx the box, yeah. With the packing slip with her name if on it. If you look closely, you'll see uh, Peyton Manning's wife's name on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or like, uh, what was that? What was that company? The the company called that like that that uh the A Rod did all of his yeah I know crazy shit <laughs> like in Florida the return address is the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I can't, shit what the fuck was it God I wish I could remember the name of that company anyway I'd like to like have like so, like some like letterhead from that from from that company like I want all steroids era Biogenesis Biogenesis that was the name of the company I want like a Biogenesis <laughs> Like notepad, like prescription pad or something. Like I like. <laughs> that's what I I want. What I really it's like the, the weird the, shit. The, the the the. Well, I just want steroid era shit, and I I yeah. think that the crown jewel. Well, it's like it's the like crown the, jewel of my collection like the, would be would be Sosa's bat, the broken one with all the like the rubber balls. Like that would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would frame it broken right. with the rubber balls like spilling out of it. I'd pay a hundred thousand. See, that actually would be cool because then also you have this sort of big collection of it of stuff like this that's like sort of off the wall sort of memorabilia. Yeah, I want where you go. You just take it in another direction, and I I actually sort of respect that vision. You know what I would do with it? I would build the steroid hall of fame. Yeah, where for yeah, all the people that, was, that can't make the hall of fame because of fucking yeah. steroids, I will put them in my steroid hall of fame. It would be right here in Pittsburgh, buy- Pennsylvania. You should buy the old building, whatever, wherever that, uh, wherever that steroid uh, biogenesis was located. Like a Miami Dade County. Yeah, like the warehouse or whatever, and then yeah. you just turn that into like the steroid hall of this, fame. The original biogenesis offices would be the ho- the steroid hall of fame. <laughs> it would be great. Would be, Roger Cle- Roger Clemens could be in there. Yeah. I mean, it could be just a cheaters hall of fame. I could have I could have Shoeless Joe in there. I get like like Phil Necro's like like. What was that? Yeah. Emery board. Emery board. Like what the fuck yeah. was it? What was an Emery board? I'd never even heard that word. Emery I think it's just board. like a nail file. It's like a nail file. Why do they just call it a nail file? Emery board. <laughs> I remember Ke- not, like Kevin, Kevin Gross of the Phillies like tried to like pull it out of his pocket and stick his hands yeah. in the air. Yeah. It was one yeah, of the, like throw it in the, the yeah. classic moves. It's like trying to throw your weed as the cops pull up. You know, Pete Rose would be dying to get in that Hall of Fame. He would be, he would be like, he, yeah, he would be. He'd be like, come on. He's like, come on, just put me in. I'll yeah, admit to it. Just yeah. put me in a Hall of Fame. Yeah. I would like, I wonder if like you could get his bet slips. <laughs> oh, right. You think he still has that stuff? I, he probably burned it because he was afraid. But like, I, if he did, oof. I bet he's got it in like a safety deposit box or something, just like tucked safely away where no one can get to it except for him. Man, that's because fucking... he just can't get rid of it. I don't think he could get rid of it because he just wants to like throw it in people's faces, probably. That dude to be able to prove it, but not be able to prove it. Yeah, if that but, makes sense. man, I would get, I would do, have all the black socks in there. This is great. I want to do this. I want to create the steroid hall of fame <laughs> in Miami Dade County at the Biogenesis. <laughs> facility <laughs> i love it it's, it's a i think it's a brilliant idea. i'd have a lyle alzado wing <laughs> the godfather of which, which would have a which would have a mold of his tiny shriveled up penis and gonads <laughs> there would be like a section like an interactive section called roid rage where you yeah. can like really freak the fuck out like this is what it feels like to have a roid rage. 
there was that. Do you remember the story? There was the uh, the uh, there was the Philadelphia Flyers. I think last season, the season before, had like a had like a room dedicated to like you could go in there with like a uh, like a baseball bat or something, and there was all this like breakable like glass and other items go. that you could go in there and just trash everything. There you go. Of course, it yeah. was Philly, but yeah, that yeah. we would do that. But that's be the every Roy day. Rage room. Roy yeah. Rage room. I love it. <laughs> wow, we have managed to kill an hour talking about absolutely nothing. I love um, it. Do you want to, before we go, I do want to talk quickly bad gambling. Um, at, and I, I wanted to, uh, I know that Cam Newton in, in New England changes a lot of things. And, and, and I don't know why it does because everyone saw the writing on the, on the wall for Cam Newton. First of all, what are your thoughts on Cam going to New England? Is it, I mean, it feels weird uh, to me, but what's, what does it feel like to you? I, you know what? It kind of makes me want to be a Patriots fan. Like it's it's and everyone who's so you see all these stories everyone's like blaming like all the other teams for letting letting the Patriots be able to sign Cam Newton. It's like well no like Cam the only reason Cam signed with the Patriots is because he has a chance to win and he doesn't and for like very little money. He, he also Bill Belichick was telling him he was going to sign him yeah from day one basically yeah. If you thought I mean, yeah. if you thought Cam if you thought Bill Belichick went through the entire draft without taking a quarterback because he didn't think he was getting Cam. You're an asshole. Like, yeah, he's not. Right. Bill Belichick doesn't let shit fall into his lap. The guy is diabolical. No. Yeah. Like, he, as he waited till the right time and, and, and the right price point, because, like, no one else was offering Cam any money. So, the, 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 you know, the only reason that Cam is making a, at what maximum six to seven million for the season is, is because he can play for the Patriots and, I, and Bill Belichick. I totally agree. I think. I think that Bill Belichick actually this is my hot take. Uh, I think Bill Belichick wants to run like a Raven style game. I think if Cam thinks he's not going to be running his ass off, he's going to be running his ass off. Like he's going to be, uh, you know. Yeah, he, maybe not as much necessarily as as Lamar because he no, might not, he's not, he might he's, not be he's capable at this old. point. Yeah, but I definitely think that I think that Bill Belichick has been looking for an excuse to run a new style of offense because who wants to? He doesn't want to play the same style. He's been working around Tom Brady. I guess is my point. Yeah, I think so too. Years. I think he, I mean, he's always wanting to change the offense. Um, he's always, you know, everything, every year the, the offense looks a little bit different from the year before and the year before that. Like they're always tweaking things. They're always doing something a little bit differently. Like this is, it's just another reason, another excuse for Belichick to, 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 to do, move in a new direction offensively. And I think Jameis, uh, I want to see Jameis vindicated in, in Tampa Bay. So I'm definitely not rooting for Tom Brady. I'll never root for no. that human. No, being. Fuck so, Tom Brady. Yeah. If yeah. you got to choose also like who else do you like in the, in the AFC East? What is it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the bills, the, Jets, the dolphins, bills, and the Jets. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. All right. Let me, let me ask you this. Who would you rather take to win that division? The Patriots or if I get just the field, like uh, if you could bet on, on just the field. Well, this is, this is not going to be a popular, uh, not popular with you anyway, popular opinion, but I, I still like the Jets. I think <laughs> I, I like the Jets personally. I, I'm, it's the one team I think has like some, some real momentum, but yeah, but, but if you're saying like, well, the Patriots have a better record. Yeah. They're going to have a better record. The field, is, I, the field is harder. But, I will say this, like the Patriots for the first time have to play some real competition. The bills, yeah. obviously their defense is great. Uh, the Dolphins have a pretty, you know, they are well coached. There's something there. I th- are they-, they add a lot of talent. They add yeah. a lot of, of uh, uh, free agency and the draft. I, I, I still think they're probably a year away maybe, but Agreed. they could they could surprise some people. They could make a move. Listen, with the Patriots, I'm not entirely sure that, that that defense will be able to repeat what they did a year ago. 
because they don't have Tom Brady and sort of that offense to sort of help them sort of maybe stay off the field more so. And especially if it's uh, now with Cam, well, now with Cam, though, maybe there's a difference there. But, I, you know, going with Jared Stidham, if that guy's starting to turn over the ball, if he turns the ball over, they don't sustain drives a lot of it, then the, then the defense is on the, on the field more. Like, and they lost a lot of players on defense too in free agency. So I, I don't know, like, if they can necessarily have that same level of success they did last season, even with Cam Newton now uh, as, the, as the quarterback for on the offense. Like, it, the offense, I'm not sure. Like, the, the offensive line lost their, he's, he was the, the offensive line coach. He was a wizard. He, I mean, the, he was gone for two years, like 10 years ago or eight years ago or something, maybe. And they, the offensive line was terrible. Right. Like, I don't know if that makes a difference again as much. Like, there's a lot of questions there that I'm willing to sort of go, like, if I could, if you if you could lay a bet down, you know, you know Patriots versus the field, I think I might take the, the field as well. Good. I'm glad we're in an in agreement here. I just... Yeah. Here's because the, you're right, because the, cause the Jets could do something, maybe. The Dolphins could do something, maybe. The, the, the Bills are, are... They're not the favorites anymore, but they were up until, they, until the Patriots signed Cam. Also, they were the odds-on favorite. I think it gets a little muddied, too. Like, I think that the field gets muddied with better competition. Yep. Um, yep. I... Also, think that Cam might be washed. Like, let's not. There's a chance. I know. There is a chance. I know that the popular consensus is is that he's not. I was actually excited for the Stidham turn. I was I was like getting on the Stidham bandwagon, but I'm a guy that likes backup quarterbacks. There's no. It's not news. Like I, the intern's kid likes to say I like old players and and backup quarterbacks. <laughs> he's, it's true. He's not wrong. This is like, this is, yeah. If, if a, if a 10 year old can recognize my, my trends, like I, they're obvious. So, I mean, put, put it this way. The Patriots won 12 games last year and it was largely in, 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 in due, uh, to their defense. Yeah. Which I think right? was, they I think, scored lower. They kept them in games. I think, was, games a, I think or, was a little bit overrated as well. I personally do. I, I, who? The, the Patriots defense. Yeah, I think it was a little bit. Like they, they, they had a strong their first 10 games. And then, and then I think they kind of like, I don't follow DVA, DVOA, so I don't fucking know, but that's, that's my opinion. Uh, right. Anyway, my, my point though is they, they won 12 games last year. Like, it, like they'll be lucky. I think, you know, 10 games, I think is, is even still kind of pushing the, the, the realm of, of real possibility. As a, you know, uh, uh, for this season, if they pl- do play the season, right? So, like, is Cam Newton worth ten games? Is Stidham more? Is like Stidham? Is really Stidham really going to win ten games in his first full season? Like, it, like that. The odds there, I think, I, the more you look at it, and and kind of take it from those kind of perspectives, like I, it's it's really hard for me to believe that. Like, yeah, they might win the division, but everyone else is not going to have to play really well either. And and for the Patriots to even to get to 10, 10 wins, even with Cam Newton, I think is kind of. I don't want to say it's a long shot, but it, I, it, I, the odds can't be that great there. I think even right now, I think DraftKings even dropped um, the Patriots' uh, season win total to, I think it's either nine or nine and a half. Hmm. Uh, and I, that was actually one of my, like, sort of, um, now it's not, it's nine. So the over nine is minus 125. Under nine is plus 103. Uh. So... So not like nine, like ten is like ugh, I don't know about yeah. nine. Like, but it's, like if I could hit nine, I would probably take nine. But I think so too. You have to, right? So like a, a week, right? A week ago, before they signed Cam, the over under was eight and a half. Man, you could add easy money. Yeah, I think you could have. We should, uh, we should, you know, we should focus next week's show on football. Like unless okay. something, unless something 
miraculous happens in the sure. Premier League. Uh, <laughs> let's 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 do an all football show. We can do a preview. I mean, I'd even be up for like picking, just doing like a far too early like. Division I mean, I got winners. a lot, I got a lot of of division winner thoughts and over unders on a team wins. So like, yeah, I think let's we just sort of run make let's just run through it. Let's run through it. I mean, I don't think there's anything drastic that's going to change in the league. To be honest with you, and it doesn't look like we're going to have a preseason. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do a let's do an all football special tomorrow. It like because God Actually, knows as soon as we or next week because God knows uh, as soon as we do they'll cancel the season. Yeah, so, like, exactly. we might as well we might, well, as, might well, as well just kill it while we can. Exactly. Let's kill the league. <laughs> uh, one last thing. One last thing before we go, I yep. wanna I wanna send a, a huge shout out, and it and it's really unfortunate that it's such an unceremonious end to uh, Vince Carter's career. Uh, I grew to love the man. I hated him yeah, when he came into yeah, the league, did. but I he just you know you you have to recognize greatness, and Vince Carter changed the game, and I assume he's going into the Hall of Fame. Um, Easy Hall of Fame. If Paul Pierce is going to the Hall of Fame, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yo, how funny is it that Paul Pierce is like washed? Like, dude couldn't even win a game of horse. Like, he was, yeah. how washed was he when he was at, at the end of his career is just mind blowing. But Vince Carter, not. He figured out a way to change his game. Uh, yeah. He was an asset to the very end. Um, and I, uh, I just, I appreciate, I appreciate him. And I, uh, I think that there's a, I, th- I think that I think that it's really unfortunate that he doesn't get to play out his career the last season, the last game games of his career the mm-hmm. way he should have. He should have had a tour. He should have been given like some props. But you know, like the like the gentleman he is, he's not going to try to hold out and play again next year. He's calling it quits. My my sort of wish, and I, this is sort of this. Um... It it can't happen. It's impossible for it to happen. I think maybe maybe they could trade for him, uh, but since he wouldn't be able to play in the playoffs because the the Hawks aren't even close to it. And because the Nets are lost so many players here now that they won't play if this, if they actually have the season to finish the season off. Right. If there was a way that he could just play for the Nets and play in the playoffs for his final year here. And sort of, and they need a few players now, right? Cause Kyrie's not playing Durant's out. I think, uh, Deandre Jordan's not playing. Dinwiddie might not play. Cause right. I think they both have they COVID do. now. Um, if there, if there's some sort of way they could just sort of do this to let him finish off the season at least and play for, um, one of his old teams, uh, and, and a team that actually actually use actually some players right now and to fill out the roster, I think that would be kind of a nice little maybe ending to his, his career. The only thing is like, I think he deserves fans to like, to applaud him. That's true too. Yeah. But they could, at least with the broadcast and the TV, they could sort of give him a sort of send off with those kind of ways that might kind of make up for that maybe a little bit well let's see i mean maybe it's a possibility i don't know i and i I wanted to share a few things that i because i looked up his 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 career a little bit and i came across a few things i thought was interesting you sort of said it you mentioned it is that he the way he changed his game and he became more of a three-point shooter yep and for his career he is sixth in career three-point field goals made wow he's sixth all time wow just NBA alone. So not ABA, NBA, although actually three-pointers don't matter because ABA doesn't, didn't Did have that stat really back right. then. But, and he's also fifth in career point, att- three-point attempts. And he probably won't last that long in those, you know, because like Steph Curry and like Harden, those guys are still kind of you know, creeping up and stuff or whatever. But I thought that was pretty, for, like you said, for, for a guy who sort of changed his, his game and it sort of adapted, uh, he became a, th- a three-point shooter. I, I think the, maybe the second half of his career, if not like sort of later. I think it was later, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and so that for him to be able to kind of get on that list, even at this point, with all these kind of three-point phenomena going on in the last, you know, 
five to seven years. He's I also, think it's, he's also the only player to play in four decades. Is that right? Yeah. He started yeah. in the nineties and ended in the 2020s. Right. Cause and, he started what? 98, I think or something. 96? Yeah. 98. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 98, uh, which I, I thought was actually pretty cool too. And I think that's, it's just a nice little highlight to his career and stuff. Um, cause I, I will, and that's probably more of in turn. It's sort of luck maybe in, terms of timing for when his career actually started and was able to finish and play for so long. But I think that was really hard, I think, for anybody else to maybe sort of pull that off as well. Agreed. Uh, but he's also he's also one of five players to score 25,000 points, more, over 5,000 rebounds. Wow. Have over uh, more than 4,000 assists and make more than 500 three-pointers. Do you remember him as a Raptor or as a Net? Um, I more so of a Raptor, I think. Hmm. I think it was yeah, in Dallas but, where he really Nets, changed his career, close. right? He kind of like revived his career or changed his career, maybe in Dallas. Yeah, there's also Phoenix. He also had a stint in Phoenix, I think, a lot. And I don't quite remember. I know, I remember he was on Phoenix. I just don't quite remember his career at that yeah, point. Yeah, I don't. That also was might have been that stretch where I stopped watching basketball for for ten years. It was so. a tough. It was a tough year. It was a tough time of basketball. I didn't realize yeah. he actually played for Sacramento. I mean, we're just droning on, but I think that the the point here is that like Vince Carter was a legend. I yep. I uh, I personally Vince Sanity. I, I think was also a very underrated and underappreciated nickname. Yeah, and Air Canada, which I also fucking like. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was pretty cool too. Yeah. He, uh, he, he has one of the greatest dunks of all time. He thankfully went back and graduated so that the Sixers could win that series in 2001. Uh, so big ups to Vince Carter for, for doing the right thing and going back and yep. taking shit for it. Uh, He's also third all time in games played in the NBA behind Parrish and Kareem. Wow. Which I think that's a pretty cool accomplishment too. Wait, I thought and, Bill Russell played the most games ever. <laughs> Isn't he still playing right now? <laughs> in our hearts, Chris. He plays the most game in our hearts. <laughs> but it, it, I looked this one up because I thought that was I thought I thought that was kind of unbelievable uh, because he's he's never been like the healthiest player either. No, he has a tough time finishing a season. Yeah, and he's only he's only had nine seasons where he played seventy five games or more, which I thought out of twenty two, I thought that's actually pretty. Significant. So, Wait, he actually, so he's. So, are you saying that like the minutes he's the he's a uh, a pioneer in minute restrictions? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he should be. There should be a ward named after him for that. <laughs> yeah, it was. He definitely. There should be. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah. He definitely. He was a minutes restriction guy before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to play that few games. Uh, but be able to do that for 22 years and like still get third all time in games played. I thought, I thought that it just seems like one of those kind of like weird kind of like misnomers or something, I guess. I don't know. I just thought it was strange and worth bringing up. Well, big ups to you, Vince Carter. I hope you do yep. see you in the playoffs, but if not, uh, you're a, you're a, you're the original Vince sanity. You're the, you there will never be another, even if no, a guy named sure. Jeremy Lin comes around. <laughs> all right, Chris, it's all been right. real. Bye. Bye, y'all.